Welcome to Loving the Snow Life, the podcast where our snow resort obsessed mums talk everything snow. You'll learn stuff including ski school, is it worth it, how to get the best travel deals, what snow gear to buy, sustainability and much more. Some mums love the Kardashians, our mums love ski documentaries. Between them, they've skied 84 snow resorts and they've dragged us to plenty of them. We're not complaining, we love it. Over to you, mums. Today's topic is Jindabine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jindabine is the small country town that is the gateway to the New South Wales snowy mountains, Mount Kosciuszko, and it's a favourite town for lots of people because it's just an awesome base, place to be based at if you want to ski at Perisher or Threadbow and it's affectionately called Jindy and if you haven't stayed there, you might be curious about the accommodation options. Yeah, definitely. Well, I never stayed there growing up. I'm, I've been to Jindabyne a lot. My husband drives through it a lot on the way down from Herisha as well, fast. No, we're not stopping here. <laughs> no, but I, I guess the only reason why I never stayed at Jindabyne when I was growing up is because we used to come from Queensland. So we, um, but I just found out that Emma did kind of Mwollumbar, but they stayed there a bit too. But um, I like Jindabyne as a town. It's growing bigger though, the town of Jindabyne. When we, when I first started skiing, it was a tiny little town, like tiny, tiny. There was nothing. It wasn't joined together. It was, it was, yeah, it was just a blimp on the way to get to the snow. But now it's actually a destination for the snow, I think. It is. And my dad likes to tell stories about when he was a uni student and he would come down to the snow where he joined his ski lodge for the equivalent of $50 or something in Threadbow. He, the, the town was actually, the town centre was somewhere different. Yeah. And he would stop at that previous town centre and have a beer and then they with the Kosciuszko scheme they flooded the town and I don't know if people scuba dive but apparently you can see the steeple and some buildings underneath and stuff or you is that what? an old wives tale or what? I don't know I've never really looked into it I've heard the stories too and I think oh you've got to be able to see to be scuba dive but it's pretty dense like it's pretty thick water so I don't know mm. but it's a myth that we should look into yeah we I should think. we yeah. should go scuba diving <laughs> in I summer love that. <laughs> when it's still like 12 degrees in the water <laughs> in the lake <laughs> <laughs> well I do love Jindabyne and I have spent a lot of time in Jindabyne um, as a destination in itself, even in summer. But we're kind of talking really about winter and we're looking at winter options and there's definitely pros and cons to staying in Jindabyne. Pros can be there is lots of low, lower or lowish end accommodation options. It's a great place to be based if the weather's bad or if there's poor visibility up on the mountain, there's strong winds or poor snow conditions. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good pay, good ba- we'll go through each of these in more um, detail. More detail. It's a good base for kids, especially if you've got a big group of kids or lots of families. And it's a great place to be based if you're a non-skier and it's a pretty location in itself. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful location. When I it's funny, Jindabyne is when I'm driving from Sydney and I come into Jindabyne for the first time, I go, "Oh, I'm home." I feel like I've arrived at where I need to be in life, Jindabyne, where it's odd for me because I didn't grow up going and staying in Jindabyne as a skier, but 
it's a real homely town. It's like my base to get to the mountains, of where which I love. So well, it's like a trigger, isn't it? It's yeah. like a like a smell of a hot chocolate or a marshmallow or something. Exactly that. Jindabyne. Yeah, you kind of you've done the long five hours from Sydney, you know, or you seven hours from Melbourne. You kind of come in, but Melbourne comes in a different way. But you still kind of come in. You'll see the lake, and Lake Jindabyne is amazing. And then you go over the wall, the damn wall, and you're like, oh wow, we're in the town. Yeah, so I, I just and within that town, it looks quite small, but it's got a lot of accommodation options within There's the town. So many, so many. Yeah, yeah, there is, and and it's all different standards of accommodation. I think is like in the in the town itself. It's I, I guess um, if you want to make your skiing a little bit more affordable, Jindabyne is a great place to start and stay. Because there's so much. Shall, shall we move into those accommodation options now? Yeah, think, um, we'll we'll briefly talk about the camping options, and don't laugh because it's actually a real real thing, and a lot of people love their snow camping, and I I am actually interested in doing it. I just don't want to wake up and find my children frozen to death or anything. But well, maybe I'll try it myself with with Jake. Yeah, before you take the kids down. Like you mean in a caravan, or you mean like actually in a tent? Well, I well, not, you can do both. You can do both. So Hardcore is tent. <laughs> What's that? Hardcore a tent. That's hardcore, yeah. Yeah, all right. We'd probably take our caravan down and just like we have been in summer in Jindabyne, but it most of all have been winter. It was 120 kilometer winds in the caravan park, so it was quite an adventure in the Jindabyne caravan park. But <laughs> but winter, we've never been there. But I do it. I'm open to it. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, there's two caravan parks in Jindabyne. There's the Discovery Park and the NRMA Park, and they've got cabins. Yeah. Powered. And then there's uh, unpowered yeah, laundry. Then, sorry, one more, the yeah. Kosciuszko Tourist Park, which I didn't really know existed until a little bit ago. I've always driven past it, but until we started going, okay, let's research the camping in Jindabyne and talk to people about it, mm. that's actually if you go through the gates onto Jindabyne, uh, to the perisher end. The but cabins look quite nice, don't they? Yeah, but yeah. the Discovery and the NRMA are based in Jindabyne. Sorry, am I going mm. go back? Oh, that's all right. No, I was just saying that they have kitchens and barbecue areas and – the, even the Adventist Alpine Village, if you go online, it's got self-contained places and powered and unpowered sites and dorms and quite good for large groups. Yeah, it's and it's all very clean. Everyone's very respectable in the parks is what we've heard and what they do. There's um, They're all skiers, you know, so they want to get up as early as what they can, get up to the hill and come back down, have a social drink, but there's really no huge partying going on is what we can hear in the caravan parks. It's a, I think it's a pretty good option if you are on – a good budget or you want to go down to the snow every weekend definitely yeah. yeah and i think so what 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 we're finding in the forums for people that love their snow camping down there is you you need good thermals to sleep in it helps to have a sheepskin or a lambskin under your sleeping bag you want a sleeping bag with a good rating particularly a down sleeping bag you can use a swag a 12 volt electric blanket a balaclava is good and mm, yeah. upright boots for after you've been skiing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think got um, on the um, the sleeping bags, there's some really great ones if you go into like your anaconda in the sales. You can pick up some amazing ones. Also, um, Kathmandu have some amazing they, – well, they're, they're for the hikers, you know, they're for the, the, the adventurers. So you're better off going into those places, hopefully when they're on sale because they are expensive, but they're worth it. If you're going to be play, if this is going to be part of your plan, and you don't want the kids whinging because they're cold overnight, or you don't want to near that, then that's actually a good problem. Like, you know, it's get the best comfort night you can get because that's what sets you up for your day, your skiing day. I think, and I, that would be one of my biggest things I'd want would be a good sleeping bag. Yeah, Jindabyne Mitre Ten has camping supplies as well, and as Tanil said, 
the wind can be really freezing. Oh, my Everybody gosh. Everybody said that. Yeah, yeah. And wicked too, though, like really comes in. Like alpine wind is different. Well, yeah, it's just it's just harrowing and <laughs> can make everything cold um and then a lot of the a lot of the times if you've got the if you, you're in your tent or you're in your caravan you've got the warmer to kind of get your clothes warm again that would be a big issue i'd say if you came home wet for the day mm. that would be my only issue with it with a tent a camp out in a tent yeah but i'm sure that the caravan parks have got all that mm. yeah a lot of the camping in jindabyne and around jindabyne Apparently there's only one free camping spot, which is Copper Tom, and the other ones you do have to pay a camp. You need a national park pass at Island Ben, Nagarigo. I hope oh. I'm saying that right, and Tom Grogan. And I know Island Ben. I've been there a lot of times. It's really cool. That's what – never camped there, but been there for beverages yeah. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> throughout to, the season. Yeah, I'd like to um, go and do some camping there. But I think maybe these get quite busy now, though, too, so you've mm. got to be prepared to – find another spot if there's too many people in that spot because a lot of people are camping now. So you have to book ahead if you want to do your Jindabyne camping experience. It's definitely you just can't book the weekend before. Mm-hmm. It is book it in summer for winter because a lot of the sites are already booked out. And with the national parks, it's you can't get away with not paying it. You have to pay uh, get a pass. It's $29 a day. So, so going back to explain what a national park is. Oh. So Jindabyne isn't in the national park. So when you drive up to Perisher or um, Threadbow, you go through the national park's gates because the actual resorts are in, in gates. So it's a, it's a system where you pay to go in and stay the day and ski. So you have to go through these gates to get it, or you have if you're camping, you have to pay for that as well. And it lasts 24 hours. Yeah. So and it's per vehicle. So if you're in the campsite and you're trying to do it as cheaply as possible, you could try and fill your car, fill a vehicle with other campers, and share that pass. The cost, yeah, which is $29 a day, or you can get $190 for a year, or 335 for two years. Yeah, and that national park actually goes to all. It's called Kosciuszko National Park, and it actually allows you into every other national park in Australia. So if you do buy 191, you can. It's not just for Kosciuszko because we go camping in other spaces, and that's it's like we use it there. So it's we good value. We often buy a one year one just because we go camping everywhere else. Well, not everywhere else, but <laughs> we try. We get a two year because then for the same thing, so we don't. So it's not just yet another bill. You've got to. Renew. We, yeah, well, we should do that, really. But mm. yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> so, going up, heading up in um, price from camping, then you, there is actually a backpackers in town in Jindabyne called the Snow Mountains Backpackers, and they've got dorm rooms, family rooms, rooms with en suites, double beds, single beds, showers, toilets, yeah. self catering, fridges, cafe, laundry. Anything you find in a backpackers, really. It's big too, fifty beds. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's for the families. Would you take your family to the backpacker? I would. I would if I was on a really tight budget and I still wanted to ski. I think what I would do would take them to the backpackers, get a family room, take my own food or go to the Woolies in Jindabyne. Yeah. And I would possibly head up for um, night skiing in Perisher, which is so that's between six and nine on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Or if I was, if my kids were beginners, we could go to Threadbow for the night skiing on the Thursday night. Because Friday Flat is the only one that is a light up there at Threadbow. Yeah, that's a great idea actually. This yeah, so So Perisher it's thirty seven dollars for an adult and twenty for kids for night skiing on a Tuesday. Night, which is cheap way to ski. 
because it's $170 a day. <laughs> so you could still, especially if you just wanted to give your kids a taste of the snow. Yeah. Yeah. So you could go there in the afternoon, see it in the daylight and then try your ski in the afternoon. Wow. That's a great option. I and that's it. part of the perk of Jindabine is there's yeah. so many other things to do. So when we were growing up, part of the thing was always we'd go to Jindabine and go down to Lake Jindabine and throw snow, um, stones in the lake and that kind of thing. It's got, it's a real, rural feel to it yeah it's safe hey it's a country town it's growing it's growing it's massively growing but it's still a country town for people that come from sydney or even the gold coast it's still a smaller town you know so yeah for sure yeah so um number i guess moving like kind of going up the the trail of um like yeah, well, we don't want to say standard, do no. we? Sort of price point. Price point is price what we're going point. on. Basically, the price point, not on because you can get a really clean room in the in the cabins yes. at, the, at the park at the caravan park. So it's really this is just based on price point, and it's based on the cheaper option because we're going against on snow accommodation. Yeah, this is yeah. You know, like we're saying, pros and cons with Jindabine. You. Coming from the Gold Coast, you've liked staying on the snow because you get that real, what, the perks, like the snow experience, The right? snow experience, yeah. Yeah, like staying on the snow. Well, I used to go to Charlotte Pass, not even Parish. I used to grow up at Charlotte Pass. So we'd get up in the morning and we'd be on the snow and be like, oh, I'd see the mountain come alive, you know, like all of a sudden the ski patrol are out putting, the, putting their poles in for the day because they have to take them out for the groomers at night. And then I'd see the groomers coming home at night. And you just wake up and you'd smell the mountains and that's like, oh, my gosh, I love being here. I think that so. is a real perk of on-snow accommodation is that early morning, if you wake up, you see the sunrise over the snow, there's no one there, get a coffee, watch the watch resort the start, come watch alive. Watch the resort come alive, yeah. And then at night the, the sunset and the stars. The head out, the stars are out, yeah. yeah so that's what you're lights. kind of paying for that whole experience, right? You are, you are. So down in Jindabyne you're still going to get the stars, but you're not going to see a mountain come alive. You're kind of just going to see the, the the town come alive, which is... Yeah, and then the perks of a town coming alive is you can go to the movies. There's actually a cinema there. You can go around that. You can have a walk around the lake. There's a skate park. <clears throat> There's um, play equipment for young kids. I know that in the past uh, when my daughter was one year old and I thought I'll take a hit for the family and can't be bothered <laughs> fluffing around up there, I spent a day in Jindabyne and just took it Took her in my uh, took her in the pram, pushed the pram around town. Yeah, went took her to the park, took her to the shops. There's a bookshop, and a bought her a toy from the kids thing. Yeah, bought a hot chocolate. Yeah, you know, yeah. go home for the sleep, wait for everyone to come back. And it was for me, I really liked that. I got a bit of a walk in. Yeah, well, it's well, there's there's stuff there. People live there all year round. So it's a town. You got to remember that it's got facilities for people that live there all year round, which is kind of cool. So you can do the park option. You can, like, if you, yeah, if it's if it's the blowing a gale day, they they they're options for the kids, I think. And the movies is a great option down there. And there's a pool, town yeah. pool. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, getting back on track. We love it. We love a sidetrack. We like, do but, love a sidetrack. But another accommodation stays <laughs> the station, which is kind of it's owned by Perisher. Yeah. So it's a good option if you want to, if you only want to ski at Paris, you'll get a cracker deal yes. for accommodation, lift passes, lessons, everything will come combined. So that's probably your best option, but it's a fair way out of the Jindabyne town centre and they don't have buses that go in and out. They don't, but <clears throat> like anything, if something is has a has a negative, like being a little bit out of town, there's also they also um, 
account. Yeah, it's a resort word? within itself. It, out there. And it and it has perks as well. So it's yeah. a it's a venue for live music as well on a Saturday night. Yeah, so I have to say that's the only time I've ever stayed there. I <laughs> to watch a band. I can't remember what band back in the day, <laughs> but, but I remember it being that kind of vibe, um, a little bit more. It's kind of known for that, don't you think? Yeah. You can go and see a band at the station resort. Yeah, and drinking and lab groups of, you know, 20-year-olds and owning it. But there's also a section out the back that they put all the families together. So if you're so, going with your family you, and you've got your parish pass and you want to get a discount to stay at the station, you just say to them, can we please have a room that's further away from the music if, you can, if you're going to be there the same night as allowed music? Yeah, definitely. They'll accommodate that. So you can. I mean, it's not guaranteed you won't hear the music because you always, you know, you can hear music from... 25 steps away and there's nothing out there either around the station so it's quite um by itself and you do get a nice feeling that you're in the mountains out there even though it's quite flat but you're still on a little you're almost like on your own little adventure out there at the station i think that's the perk of gingerbine that you are getting a rural experience or even if you're just staying in the main street the main part of town you only have to walk for one or two streets and you're out in the middle of nowhere and that is so nice in itself yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, there's also accommodation that's really nice. I would say clean, modern, done up, edge five holiday. That's, that's really, it looks really nice. I had a look at that online. Yeah. And you can call, you can call the Jindabyne Accommodation Centre and they can help you book rural accommodation, like on sort of farm state places and things like that. Yeah. Jindabyne Accommodation Centre.com.au. Yeah, it's the, the, as we're going through it, you just got so many variants, don't you? Really, like if you're going for a holiday, it, it's a holiday. It's not just a ski holiday destination, is it? In winter, you can go there for. Well, it can be a side, a side of skiing. Yeah, you can go for. You can have one or two days skiing. Yeah, you know, as as per weather permits, or you could just go up for night skiing. Because we all know weather permits in Australia. And <laughs> because all it's... the times we've stayed up at Perisher or Threadbow and you've got a pass for the day and maybe you don't want to ski that day and so you've wasted your, your pass or you only yeah. want to go half day or you only want to ski till lunch. So yeah. there's ways around it if you stay down at Jindabyte. Yeah, there is. Well, Jindabyte, all the major, um, like so your Perisher, your Threadbow and your Charlotte Pass have day tickets down there, have offices down there so you can actually buy the day- ticket on the day. And if you go and get your coffee in the morning in Jindabyne, you go, oh, my gosh, it's really windy over at Threadbow. Paris is facing the other direction. There's not so much wind there. Choose your ticket down at the bottom of Jindabyne. That's a luxury of Jindabyne, which Jindabyne, which you don't have if you've chosen Paris to stay at or Threadbone to stay at. I think that's quite a major perk, actually. Yeah. Half the time you go in there and they, you say what's going on up there if you can't be bothered yeah. looking on your app. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And people, well, you get the real treats. You get the real treats. You get the real treats. You might get a groomer that's come down from his job last night and gone, oh, my gosh, it rained at 2 o'clock in the morning. Maybe it's going to be icy as all. Or you ask the people so, in the coffee shop and they say, oh, my gosh, it is so windy. Don't yes. listen to the local news. It's yeah, actually really they're selling it. They're selling it hard. Like so, it's good. It's good local knowledge down on the ground in Jindy. I think. Yeah, it's good for sure. Yeah. Um, and what about um, if, you, if I guess we want to say going up in accommodation from the camping yeah. and the backpackers to the modern to the, high, to the highest end of what Jindabyne has to offer. Really, like it's yeah, more. ridges is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. right. Like right in the middle of town, right in Lake Jindabyne. It's it's a it's a four star accommodation. It's got indoor pool. The rooms look really nice. Yeah, so that's that's actually a good option. And then you've got near the ski tube, 
mm-hmm. is Lake oh it's Novotel. Novotel, Lake Krakenback, yeah. which is another there. So the ski tube only goes up to the Perishal, but you can. It's not a quick drive up to. So you further up the hill, if you go into Lake Krakenback into the Novotel, you're not. You're just out of Jindabyne a bit fair, a bit way, not not too far. Sorry. Yeah, and it's only if you're staying at the Novotel, it's beautiful there. There's a lake and a restaurant, and it's five minute walk to the ski, ski tube. tube. Yeah, otherwise known as Bullock's Flat. Yeah. Um. And that's beautiful there. And sometimes you see kangaroos and that's a rural kind of experience. It's yeah, really nice. that's true. That's true. But in Jindabyne itself, you've also got the Alpine Gables, which has been renovated in the last couple of years. I've stayed there before and they've got lots of loft, loft apartments. So it's quite good for kids when you all want to still be, you're happy to be in the same room and then you can kind of have a shower and then wander down the street. Yeah. And have some right dinner. In the village. Yeah. I think. All all the accommodation options in Jindabyne, I mean, don't be afraid to look online and have the pictures. The pictures are real online. They're, they're not like kind of a foreign ski resort. Sometimes you look at the pictures and it's like, oh, you turn up and there's nothing like it there is there. Jindabyne is very real on all their pictures in their accommodation sites. You know, if you're looking on booking.com or, or you know, at, at – because. Otherwise, Australians, people talk, right? They do, yeah, and it's a small town. It's <laughs> and a on small the forums, industry. you don't want to be, yeah, you want to have the right picture on there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, you've got to remember that it's an old country town, so the bedding that you get is going to be old country bedding. Not in all the resorts, but in some of the, you know, the other ends that are kind of the old school hotels, old, motels. Yeah. old school. Yeah. yeah, but they're all clean. Definitely. You know, yeah. they're all cleanly. They're, if they're not, they'll definitely be your forum on it and don't go there. Yeah. So, but Jindabyne's such a small town, you can't afford to have that. And they only can earn their money, like Perisher and everyone else, they can only earn their money for 12, 15 weeks of the year. So they've got to, you know, they've got to pull up their, their, um, they've got to have a decent standard. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the Lake Jindabyne Hotel, which has been renovated since I was a kid. It used to have a pool there. Now it's not there. And yeah, so that's quite a good option for being central. And then you can wander over to the pub. Yeah. And they've got a little play area outside which you can put your toddler or your young child in, dress them up as a Michelin man. They can play and yeah. order them dinner. It's so, it's surprising. Jindabyne is a lot warmer than what it is on the hill. Like it, like when you drive up to the mountain, it kind of drops, what, two degrees, maybe three degrees, and it could be windy. Down in Jindabyne, it has its own little weather environment. It could be really quite warm and about five degrees more. Like I remember I had a um, – I did a ski season up there when I had the two kids and I used to drive Mackenzie on the snowmobile down, well, not to Jindabyne, but drive her out of the lodge and we'd be all dressed up and Georgia was in the front of me. So Georgia was two, Mackenzie was four and we'd be on the snowmobile and we'd like drive down to the car, then we'd get in the car, I'd take all their ski suits off and we'd put them in the car seats and then we'd drive on to Jindabyne and we'd be like, oh, my gosh, now I've got to put them in shorts because <laughs> it was such a variant temperature. I, yeah, I was like, far out, that's such a – so – yeah. That going the other way as well, if you've got a really nice warm morning in Jindabyne, make sure you pack for the changing weather that can happen up in the alpine regions mm. because you could get up there and the clouds come in so fast. So make sure in your car, if you're driving up every day, you have got your extra gloves packed, you have got the balaclava packed, you have got the, you know, another jacket packed for the kids. There's no harm being in the car. It's not a hard walk to get back to the car, you know. Yeah, so Hopefully no you're not catching the ski tube. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll put it in your backpack. That's it. No thongs up there. But yeah, no. But speaking of the driving, I think this is probably the elephant in the room that people, yeah. the, the driving, if you're going to stay in Jindabyne, this kind of caused a fight between Jake and I last time when we stayed there because we stayed in Jindabyne and we had the kids and, you know, get them all organised in the room and then Jake announced to me 
at dinner that he wanted to get up at 6am to make sure we're up first lifts and we got a good park in the car park up in Perisher and everything. Yeah, and I, I get it. I hadn't got my head around all that. He should have told me the week before, just mental mental preparation because I said, we're on holidays, we're tired, I just want to sleep in and maybe get in the car at 8 and he just said to me, trust me, it will be a commuter's nightmare if we don't get on the road really early. And he was right and I was wrong. That's a big thing to say. I was wrong. Or that he was right. (laughs) And Well, he reminded of me about 16 times. Every time you drive through Jindabai? All the way up. All the way up. He reminded me how right he was. (laughs) But but but, admittedly, if you're not in that car really early in the morning when you're staying in Jindabai, forget about it because it is a two-hour. It can be. It can be. It can be. Yeah. It can turn into, instead of a 30-minute trip, it can turn into a two-hour bumper-to-bumper experience with cars slipping off the road. Off the road, yeah. You've got, you want to be a confident, like, because in Australia they clear the roads as to the best of their ability, but we're not prepared like what they are in Canada or, um, you know, Utah or even Switzerland with that because our equipment, you know, it, it doesn't run as much. It doesn't snow that much down past the ski resorts in Australia. So they do it to the best of their ability. But also people have got to drive within their ability. There's some people that just don't want to deal with that two-hour bumper to bumper well, and try and beat everyone. It's like, that's not going to work. You've got to go off. And you get that it's, you know, it's not funny seeing the people go off the roads, but it's a bit of a comedy show up there because you can just say, today I wonder how many cars are going to go off the road. And it's sure enough, you're going to at least get to three. Yeah, easy. Three. Easy when there's a snowstorm or even when there's not a snowstorm. If it's just gotten rained and frozen overnight you get all this black ice on the road and that on the corners normally in the shadow side so you can't see it that's why it's called black ice because it's the same color as the road and you just hit it and brakes don't work on it and you're spinning before you know it like it's it's not that it's not scary if you don't drive beyond your ability like you, have, you don't you, try and beat the person in front of you because that's where you're going to go yeah there's you, nowhere else you can go you can't be a sydney driver no. driving from jindabyne to perish or Threbo. no and you need, if you don't have four-wheel drive, you do need chains. So that is a bit of a hassle. You have to know that you've got to rent them and then pull over and put them on. You need to have them in the car at all times. You can't just, like, go up and because the, the weather's change. So you need to have them in the car. I think it, there is a definite fine if you don't have chains in your car and someone has to come to help. So but have you ever put on chains? I have never personally put on chains. <sighs> I Because have. we've got a four-wheel drive and before then I was that person that sat in the car said how long how, long are you, how much longer are you going to be out there <laughs> I have through pure I yeah we just I just had to drive I was living at Parish and I had to drive to Threadboat for a ski instructor's course and we just got cut, caught out and I was with another friend of mine James and we were far out we were like we lived in the snow for 10 years between us, but to put on these chains on a car, it was like front wheel, rear wheel, which do, which one do we go? Go into the front box and find out if it's a real wheel drive. Is it a front wheel drive? We're like, oh, I don't know, bloody hell. So put it on. Oh, no, it's rear wheel. Put them back, take them off, go. It was like. It's a bit of an art to it, isn't it? It's a certain art to it, yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. My husband's got the art down packed, so I'm the one that sits in the car now and goes, good, good, good job. Very good, very good. <laughs> <laughs> so when, yeah. you, when you are actually driving in the snow, there's, I mean, there's maybe four, four or five things you need to do. You, yeah. You've got to be willing to do these things. You want to modify your driving and not brake heavily. Yeah. You want to keep lots of room between the car in front and you. 
and you want to not speed up or slow down quickly and you have to enter the corners carefully. So yeah. if, if you so if you're staying in Jindabyne and you're not willing to you don't want to put on chains and you you don't you're not confident to do all that modifying of your driving then maybe well you you can either stay up in the hill or you can look at the transport or options. You can, yeah, go into um and there are a couple of transport options from Jindabyne. Yeah. There yeah. is a um, the shuttle bus. Shuttle bus company is Snow oh, Snowy Mountains, Mountains Shuttle. Yeah. Yeah. Snow Mountain Shuttle. Yeah, they they're actually a great service. They're they're brand new to the mountains. Like not brand new, they've been around for a while, but they know their stuff. They've been living in the mountains for a long time. Um they like fifty five dollars for an adult return and forty dollars for children. That's that's actually doable when you're when the, when it's snowing, you know. Again, they're going to be a booked out service when people know snow's coming. So look at your weather forecasts, plan your trip while you're there in Jindabyne, and maybe book them so you don't have to drive on that really snowy day. Yeah, yeah. and and especially you you may not want that if you're camping or at the backpackers or at the cheapest place in Jindabyne. But if you were having a special weekend and you want to stay at Ridges or yeah, the no, well maybe not well. Maybe the Novotel or somewhere really nice around Jindabyne, you could book them up for sure, and just be confident that you're that you're going to make it there for your ski day. Yeah. They can't they can't get you there any faster because there's no special lane for them, but but you definitely can enjoy your ride a little bit more. But yeah, there's also a taxi JindabyneTaxis.com.au. Yeah, and they know more, their area too. They do, but they're yeah, to, they're you know they're a taxi. They're expensive. Not sure about Uber. I think it might be too much of a small town for Uber. Mm. Look into that. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so it's like talking about the drive, and we're talking. It's not. It's it's a fair way. The drive is a fair way from Jindabyne to Perisher. It's thirty two point eight kilometers. So it doesn't sound like like long now, like yeah. in in a Sydney talk or in a Melbourne talk or a, like a plain bigger talk. But it's up an Alpine way. You know, it's up a hill. We've got to go up. Quite one lane distance, up, one, one lane. lane back. Yeah, and there's a couple of overtaking lanes, but not much. So people are tired. There's kangaroos. Yeah, that's right. So and then to drive to Threadbelt, thirty-five point three k's. So it's not a, a quick ten um, k drive. We're talking quite a distance drive, and you are tired at the end of the day. So that's, that's why that's, people do hesitate, right? To yeah, stay in, to they, stay in Jindabyne. Maybe they want to pay that extra money and stay on snow to cut down all those options, yeah. or they say. I'd like to stay in Jindabyne and factor in all those things, the modifying, the driving, the extra, the having to get up early or get up late. Late, or, yeah, yeah. But then if you're with someone, say if you are a keen skier or snowboarder and you're a single person and you go on a, I don't know, you, maybe you go on your first romantic weekend or something and the person you're with doesn't ski or snowboard, and I call that bad research if you want to know. You've got to be able to go with that. That should be on your profile. With. No, they should not be. You just like. <laughs> but you can go and meet your friends for the day. You might get a second date after this, right? But you can meet your friends for the day and they can be down in Jindabyne. They can watch a movie. They can go rock climbing. Yeah. All these things. Uh, yeah, well, they, there's, restaur- <laughs> there's amazing restaurants down there as well. Like there's so many different, even though it's a small town, like you can have a burger through to really amazing Japanese through to really amazing Mexican mm-hmm. and then just outside of the town as well like they can they can head on to the uh the distillery and you can oh, also sorry oh, sorry back to town can, sorry yeah in, in town you can hire bikes if you want to yeah 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 you can you walk can, around the actually. lake you can fish you can, you can f- go fishing like, you can go out to um the trout farm yeah if you've got kids that maybe you want to not ski for the day you can take them there and have a picnic and stuff yeah uh walk around all the nuggets 
cross um, nuggets crossing shopping. Yeah, there's day spas and cafes and stuff, and there's an art gallery. If you have car access, there's an art gallery slightly out of town centre. Like, really, I've never been there. I've only been to the one in Nuggets. You know, that's amazing. Um, he does all the the portrait photos. I've got one at home. Gosh, his name escapes me right now. But yeah, it's it's they are amazing. Some pretty pretty good. There's pretty talented people, local people within Jindabyne as well, you know, that have their own things to do. And But Wild Brumby, Wild, Wild Brumby Distillery, yeah. with, that's really of note, right? You yeah, can, it is. You can go there for lunch and they can give you a ski jacket if, you've, if you're a bit cold. Yeah, yeah, you can sit outside. It's actually quite – it's on your way to Threadbow. So you can do it on your way home from Threadbow, but, you know, have a designated driver. <laughs> or on a day off if you're not skiing. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's got an amazing lunch. The kids, it's got a be- great area outside for the kids to just run around in. There are all these big sculptures all over the, the paddocks and it's a real rural experience. Yeah, it is, and it's, it's, it's done in the country but done really well and it's amazing. Like I'm not really a schnappy, happy person. I'm not really a spirits person, but I love – the schnapps at the distillery, they're good. They're really good. They are. There's also a brew, brewing company down, like Kosciuszko Brewing down in Jindabyne itself, itself at ben, Banjo Patterson's. Oh, in the in the pub, yeah, yeah. Banjo Patterson pub. Yeah, yeah that's so, right. Yeah, there's a lot. You can taste the cold climate sort of stuff. Yeah, you can. Sure. Yeah, yeah, the better water to drink beer with, apparently. <laughs> I think Jindabyne is just a pretty location in its own right. It's just got really beautiful views all around the lake and, and it's, it's just got that country feel and – so even if you don't, you can stay there for a week and be based there and ski every day, or you can stay there and do skiing as well as other things. Other things, yeah. So it can be real. It can you can you can go as a holiday if you've never skied before. You can actually get the taste of the snow, but get still the taste of a family holiday with adventure and with fresh air, out of your iPhones, you know, kind of off technology. Sorry, iPhones off technology and just get to a really great town that's got a really great vibe in winter and go to head straight to Woolies do a big food shop get a stay in a self catering place yeah Woolies gets chockers like very very busy so go in out of peak times to Woolies otherwise you're in a line there as well it does get busy doesn't it yeah yeah the aisles in the aisles yeah it's like oh my god there's no food left everyone thought that was a disaster but that's you'll hear (laughs) you'll hear locals complaining in there at that time that would that was me one at a time and I'm like oh shush (laughs) but yeah it's 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 good I I, and the other thing is though that it is because I spoke to a lady at Kosciuszko um, National Parks and she said that it's just getting harder and harder it used to be the day that it back in the day you could leave your car for the day and then you know go up to the resort but now it's because the town's expanding and people are coming in it's harder and harder to keep your car parked for the day oh really so maybe you need to factor that in if if you're thinking i will leave my car park and you know go in a vehicle with friends or or in a shuttle or something you just call the national parks tourist office and then ask them where to leave the park leave your vehicle so that you don't get a fine or anything like that yeah because they are the, the national parks do really well that's their revenue they make the most amount of revenue that time of year so they so if you're in a no standing zone do you mean like they're going to book you or if you're going up through the gates and you're at saw pit yeah all that kind of stuff. all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah okay yeah so but Jindabyne as an option is a great place to start like or finish or go every year it's not really sure. a starting point like yeah. you don't need to go you, it's i would say yeah. when we if we go for say a weekend this this year soon we will probably look very seriously at somewhere in Jindabyne because we do 
I will commit to getting up really early and being you are there. Now. And I will you are now. Today. Yeah. Um, I've got my head around that mentally and I, you know, always need that in advance rather than put on the spot if you're not a natural morning person. Yeah. And I will commit me. to getting up, beating the peak hour traffic up the hill, coming yeah. back at a reasonable hour to beat, so beat the peak say, hour. And then I, li- I like roaming around yeah. in Jindabai. So would you say it's a relaxed holiday if you're in Jindabai? Yes. Yeah, I do. Okay, I do. to me, I go, oh, I can't do it. I, I Like, I don't think I would be relaxed. I would be the screaming mum, come on, get up. Daddy's getting cranky. We need to get in the car. <laughs> like, oh, my God, let's go. Oh, I think that would be me. And then I'd probably you... have too much to drink at night <laughs> because I'd be like, oh, thank God we're finally home. We have to drive through two hours, two hours, two hours, and now we're home. And, I go, and then in the morning I'd be like, oh, here we go again. We've got to go again. <laughs> I think, I think so, the whole thing about Jindabyne is – to get your head on, to get yeah. your gingerbine head on, yeah. you've got to, everybody's got to lay out their clothes the night before. Yeah, it's got okay. to be on the ground in a little pile. Everything you've got to have your skis and stuff already in your vehicle. Yeah, you're right to go. And then just in the morning, you need to. You can either all jump in a shower one after the other, yep. or even I need a shower. But sometimes the kids can just have one at night. And yep. then you're up early. You're up in that Perisher or Threbo car park. You're going in for a coffee. You can either have your um, breakfasty stuff in the car if you want to give the kids cereal. Yeah, in yeah, a on the way. Or, oh, yeah, on the way. Yeah, my kids get that sometimes. They love or, that. Or yeah. even you know, they even like the the toasty machine. They're seven dollars at Kmart, and if you we have a plug in yeah. the back of our oh yeah the car in our car, yeah, and you can even do angles. you can even do um, give everyone a toasted cheese and ham sandwich or something. That is the very organised. That one is amazing. That's if you if you want to do that option and yeah. get up there and still. You well, know, I think it's worth it though. Like even though I go, I'm going to be that mum. But to get up there before, because you park, you end up parking closer to the ski mountain. And you're relaxed you know, up and, there and you're ready to go. Okay. Well, you're selling it a little bit more to me. Yeah. And yeah. then you can, <laughs> and then if you've been up there and you're, you're getting the best of the morning, because you're not getting that, you've missed peak hour, you're not getting the late 10 a.m. stragglers, you're ahead of them. Yeah. You get the best of the morning. Because it's then always you wanna, the best skiing in the morning. We all know that. Yeah, and then you're not having lunch when everybody else is having lunch. You might want to have lunch at like 11.30 and then by 2.30 you might be finished yeah. and head back down. And you miss that crowd on the way down too. You miss too. that peak hour on the way back. Yeah. Then you're back. You can have a shower and wander around or go to a movie or go for a decent Yeah, there's spas. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it is a town for everything. It's just... You do. I think it's a good analogy. Get your gin divine head on. Yes. Because if you're a first time family, it's going to be a bit tough. But you make it work. Yes. Because you're skiing. You're in the beautiful snow mountains in Australia. Like that is my favourite. Like when I said I come down over the over the valley and I go, oh my gosh, I'm home. I love this here. Like the mountain air just hits me, and I just go, oh, yay. <laughs> but yeah, so they're the pros and cons of gin divine. Yes. Um, oh, and um, the other one we didn't mention just briefly is um, ski rider halfway up to Perisher. Oh, yeah. Because you yeah. can stay half. I would, if I was just there with my own children and I didn't have another adult, yep. I would con- really seriously consider that because then you're you're already halfway to Perisher. You're not in Jindamon, you're not in the hill, but they've also got regular buses going to Perisher yeah, and they've they got do. all the food, you, you've got all the meals included. Provided, yeah. It's yeah. almost like a little, like a a non-fancy club met up there, isn't it? It's, it is. It's very it's all, basic, but, yes. but it's all it's included. It's all, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, up in the hill. And you're yeah. like, you're only, what, 15? No, 10 minutes. From 10 minutes, yeah. yeah. so not stuck in that traffic for so long. Yes. Yeah. Sure. I think that's that's my, what would be your, my biggest thing for not staying in Jindabyne would be the traffic. That would be. 
yeah. down and out. Yeah. Because everything else is a positive for me, but mm-hmm. that traffic in the morning mm-hmm. and in the afternoon is my probably lowest call. But. And I think the kids are getting to that age or where they really, if you if you can even find an Airbnb or in and around, not even downtown Ginderbine, but around in a rural location around Ginderbine. Yeah. That is an experience in itself. That Do you mean like Berrydale, like outside of Ginderbine? Or, or just even in the little everywhere in the, you know, in the hills and people oh, yeah. owning property and then Airbnb. A little bit further out. Yeah, yeah, when I've looked on Airbnb, I thought, oh, my gosh, these are so beautiful. Yeah. And the kids come back and they can build a fire and it's they have marshmallows. There's a lot of that. There, there's a lot of that. We stayed in a place um, on the way to Threadboat in a house that was hiring through stays.com and that house was amazing and there's quite a lot of those houses on the way up to Threadbow um, along the Alpine Way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's millions of them to choose from. So that's another so option as opposed like, but, but you're out of town so you kind of can't go up to the hill, you ski, you come back to your house. So unless, you've almost got to decide, yeah. am I going to have a Jindabine experience which is a yes. r- rural or town or that kind of experience or am I going to wake up in the hill and there is a price difference yeah. but – there's real pros and cons. You just got to work out. Someone might say I couldn't give a stuff about the countryside. Yeah, I just want to be in the mountain and just ski and ski out all day. Yeah. That's all I want to do. Yeah, yeah. The, so, and the, you know, so but at least Australia's got options. That's it. Yay, mm-hmm. love it. And Jindabyne's a great place to be. Yeah, don't mind it. We love a bit of Jindy. Uh, oh, Sundance pies. Can't go past without chicken. Chicken Sundance pie. <laughs> my, glu- my, my, glu- my gluten free is getting, getting. But do you know what? We have an episode coming up all about eating like that, gluten free, because yeah. I've had to get my head around all this stuff because it's been stressful in the past. So I've yeah. got it nailed. I so will be a stay listener. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I'll be a listener on that one. <laughs> but stay tuned. Catch See you guys later. next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Loving the Snow Life with Emma and Tennille. If you've learned a handy tip or two, then happy days. To catch all our episodes, subscribe on iTunes. It's free. Head over to www.lovingthesnowlife.com.au for more info and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Loving the Snow Life. If you have any suggestions for topics or guests, then email us on our website. Thanks to everyone who leaves a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to share our episodes on your social media.